This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks. Happy Thanksgiving! You know, I thought, should I be releasing a podcast episode on Thanksgiving Day? Are people even going to listen to it? But you know what? The world of reality TV and pop culture don't sleep. We have a lot to discuss today. So whether you're listening on Thanksgiving, whether you're listening while you're Black Friday shopping, if you're hungover at some point during this weekend, I love you. Thanks for being here. I am thankful for you. We have so much to get into. We're going to talk about the SK cheating scandal. We're going to talk about the Victoria, Greg Grippo, Johnny, of it all. We're going to have Kay from The Bachelor podcast on a little bit later. So I want to jump right into this week's pop three. We're going to move through this a little quicker than normal because we have so much to talk about with that Bachelor in Paradise reunion. And you know, I value your time. I don't keep you here forever, you know, unless you want to be here forever, then stay as long as you like. Okay. So last Friday, we got confirmation that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde were on a break. It's my personal opinion that if you're over the age of 25, there are no such thing as breaks. So they are broken up. Um, If you did not notice this, they definitely did the Friday night media dump. Um, This is pretty common in the news cycle where if a certain celebrity doesn't want something to be highly talked about. They wait until after work hours on a Friday night to drop the news. Now, when this news dropped, that's exactly what happened in my life. I mean, it was about 645 here on the East Coast. Friday night, I was getting ready to go out to dinner with my family. And I'm like, I don't have time to make a video about Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. I'm going to Mario Fazio's and I'm about to go in on some chicken Parmesan. So I mean, they know that the world's going to Mario Fazio's at 645 on a Friday night. Nobody's going to be talking about this. You know, who did the same thing just to remind you Pete and Kim remember. And then two hours later, Chloe announced that her second baby was here. So anytime a celebrity doesn't really want to draw a lot of attention to just be mindful of the Friday night news dump. Are we surprised? No, I was more surprised to find out that they've been dating for two years. The headline was like, Split after two years. I was like, we've been dealing with this for two whole years. That was just very surprising to me. You know, they said the whole busy schedules. Harry is going across the pond for his tour. Olivia has work in LA and she's got the kids. She can't be jet setting all over. It gives Pete and Kim, does it not? I mean, they broke up for the same exact thing broke up. I'm using as air quotes, which leads to our number two story of the week. 
Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner once again have called it quits because of their busy schedules, which I think is a load of crap. I'm not buying it, especially when you consider the fact that Devin and Kendall have been on and off again a lot this year, so much so that they broke up. I think it was in June and it was because they it's like their futures weren't aligned or something of the matter. So two months ago, you're telling me that your futures aren't aligned. And and now it's just, oh, we're just too busy. We're just too busy. I don't buy it. I don't buy it whatsoever. And also, if somebody breaks up with you because they're too busy, they just don't care to prioritize you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear it again for the people in the back? If someone breaks up with you, because they're too busy, they don't want to prioritize you. You think I wasn't busy or that the long distance wasn't a nightmare between me and my cross-continental boyfriend in a pandemic? We didn't see each other for eight months, twice. And we didn't break up. I could have loaded my schedule full of stuff to keep me occupied because I was also depressed about what was going on, but I didn't. And we stayed together. So I just think that's such a load of crap. You make time for people that you want to. And is it a coincidence that Kendall Jenner was at Harry Styles last concert in the United States? Harry Styles blew a kiss to Kendall Jenner at that show. I don't know. I don't know if it's a coincidence. I don't know if they're just friends, but you know, they did used to date back in the day for quite some time. Lots of songs have been written about Kendall Jenner by Harry Styles. I so desperately do not want them to get back together. Here's a hot take. I would rather endure another two years of Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles than have Olivia Wilde get back together with Kendall Jenner. I said it. I meant it. Coming in at number three this week, the Chrisleys. Wow. Wow. The Chrisleys got sentenced this week for tax evasion, wire fraud, all kinds of different frauds. I did a deep dive on the Chrisley trial back in June. I believe it was a June 2nd episode. So if you want a real detailed rundown of what they were on trial for, um, you know, what their trial looked like, very long story short, um, there was this man in their life. I'm, I'm not sure if it was the accountant, but he worked in some capacity with the Chrisley family who, um, pretty much turned them into the feds. Um, he alleged that he and Todd had some sort of relationship and when it went sour, that's when he turned them into the feds. Um, Todd says that this guy is framing them for crimes he committed. The other guy, the potential accountant, um, is framing Todd for mistakes that the accountant made, right? Like that the accountant signed Todd's name on things when it really wasn't him. It's very intense. And like I said, I did a whole deep dive about it. June 2nd, um, the Chrisleys is in the title. So if you really want to know more about that, you can go back and listen. Um, but they were sentenced to 19 years combined. Ooh, not what you want. Todd got 12 years. Julie got seven. They are appealing. And... According to their attorney, they're optimistic in the appeal. Um, you know, they said 
that there were just things that were wrong. I listened to Savannah's podcast. She dropped a podcast episode called Unlocked. I think that's that is the name of her podcast. And she recorded that before the sentencing was read. And she pretty much knew that they were going to be getting time. You know, she said it's a very real likelihood. It's it's probably going to happen that on uh, Tuesday I'm going to come home and both my parents are going to be going away. Um, she said that she has custody of 10-year-old Chloe, who is Todd's oldest son's daughter, um, but Todd and Julie adopted her. And then also Savannah has um, custody of their 16-year-old son, Grayson. Savannah's only 25. That is a lot of responsibility to take on as a 25 year old. She said actually that that was the hardest part of it all. And she's like, I don't know how to explain this to a 16 year old and a 10 year old. I barely know what's going on myself. Um, she talks a lot about how the legal system is broken. She really maintains their innocence. Look, I don't know. I don't know if they're innocent. I don't know if they're guilty. I do not know. Um, but my thought is that, you know, a lot of people are saying online, like, there's no way that they would do this. Normally, um, frauds have a way of deceiving you, you know? <laughs> you know, like, if it's true and they swindled banks out of $30 million, which is what's being alleged, like, they probably know how to put on a good front to not being frauds. I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, the appeal, it's like, how do you go from being sentenced 12 years to appealing and getting off scotch-free? I, I don't know if it's going to happen, um, but we will keep you updated on that. Let's get into this week's deep dive. Every single week on my Instagram page at Morgan P Talks, I open up the floodgates for you. What do you want to know more about? This week, it was overwhelmingly the SK cheating scandal. I don't want to talk about it, but for the people, by the people. Um, so this week's deep dive question comes to us from Emily. Hey, Morgan. It's Emily from Tampa, Florida, and I need a deep dive on this SK cheating scandal. What happened and what could possibly be these legal proceedings that they're talking about? Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this one. Love you like it says, Emily. Happy Thanksgiving. Wow. Shook. Shook to the core. A lot of people are over this SK cheating scandal. Um, where do I even begin? Okay. So there is a woman by the name of Hannah Beth who posted this TikTok and I saw it. Remember, I, I referenced it last week and I told David, there's this SK cheating scandal floating around, but all the videos were deleted. So I didn't know any of really the details. And then all of a sudden it just showed back up. Um, and this, this will go back to my theory on, on the legal proceedings. Cause SK said something about that, but keep this in the back of your mind that the videos have been kind of here one minute, not here the next. So during the reunion of season three, um, even though SK and Raven said no at the altar, we realized that they are together. Um, something else that you need to keep in mind is that season three and season two were filmed at the same time in the spring and summer of 2021, which is weird, which is why it feels weird to us to see like Matt and Colleen be like a year and a half married. And we're like, huh? But yeah, so it filmed spring, summer of 2021. There is this TikTok 
by this woman by the name of Hannah Beth, you know, saying that she had that SK is her ex, that they were on and off again, starting in 2019, all the way up until May of 2020, which was a couple months ago, which would have been when SK and Raven were allegedly, you know, together. We don't know specifically when they got back together, but, um, and this woman, she showed photos of them in London and Ibiza and, um, whatever. Oh, I actually have Because the TikTok has since been deleted, but it says here from Us Weekly, it all started in 2019. We became good friends and started dating, broke up mutually and remained friends. Fast forward to late July of 2021, he invites me to go to Europe. We left Ibiza and flew back to Madrid. I asked for his phone to send pics to myself, but ended up seeing messages from a contact named Fiance. I waited to confront him until dinner because I was trying to wrap my head around what I just saw. So then um, she says that SK said it was just for money and that they were just friends, admitted to going on Love is Blind. She says, I didn't 100% believe him, but he never gave me a reason to not trust him. So I just trusted his word and it made sense to me. Um, so obviously this just blew up everywhere because if what she's saying is true, and I mean, she showed pictures in July of 2021, if you're going to Europe, if this filmed in the spring, summer of 2021, that definitely is some overlapping timelines. At first, Raven said, I'm sticking by my man. But then we saw some interesting things like Raven posting the prayer hand emojis on her Instagram, you know, wiping her Instagram clean of photos of her and SK, not long after SK wiped photos of Raven off of his Instagram. And then we get this joint statement, right, where it's like, due to legal proceedings, we're not allowed to comment, but Raven and I are not together. The theory from people online was that the show maybe was suing SK for being in a relationship, I'm using air quotes, um, while signing up for the show. I'm I'm going to say pretty confidently, you guys, that doesn't, that doesn't really happen. These shows don't care. They don't care if you lied to get on the show. They don't care if you were in a relationship. At the end of the day, this cheating scandal makes Love is Blind more talked about, more public more intriguing. They don't care. It's good publicity. They definitely don't care enough to spend their time and money suing a contestant. So I 100% because in the, in the post, it says, um, legal proceedings surrounding these allegations, which to me reads that SK is suing this Hannah person around these cheating allegations, potentially for defamation. I think if this is what SK is trying to do, it is a big waste of time and it's going to go nowhere. Nowhere. Defamation cases are really hard to prove. I mean, hello, remember what we went through with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? And you think this little petty drama from Love is Blind, you think any jury is going to give two craps about this? Like she said, we were dating when we weren't. Okay. She has pictures of you guys on vacations to each other. Like her coming out with her side of the story is not defaming SK's character. And there has to be like malicious intent and all this. I just think, I just think it's not happening. It's been a complete and total mess. I also. The videos have since been deleted again, which to me says 
SK probably sent her a cease and desist, which could also circle into these legal proceedings. Because no way, I think she probably uploaded this video. SK probably threatened legal action with a cease and desist and said, like, listen, you better take this down. So she did. Then she talks to her lawyer and they're like, he can't, he can't, he has got no leg to stand on here. You're telling a story that you have receipts to back up. Like there's, there's nothing here. And then she's like, okay, I'll put it back up. Then maybe he hits her with another cease and desist. Or maybe this is when he sends the official one. And she's like, okay, I'll just take it down because now it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And then, and then there's photos of SK and Raven walking around Costco. Costco. Shopping for Thanksgiving dinner after this massive cheating scandal. I don't even know how to wrap my brain around it all. At first, there were only the pictures of like the back of their head. So I was like, you know what? Until I see their faces, I'm not going to believe that it's them walking around Costco. But then I had some people send me more confirmation that I can say I'm about 85% certain that it is them. So some people are like, is this fake? Are they in it together? I don't think that they are. I think that they probably aren't officially together, but, you know, it's hard to cut the cord sometimes. You know, it's hard to cut the cord sometimes, especially when you're invested in this relationship you want it to work. I think Raven is invested. I think she does care about SK. I think that SK is probably telling her, that's Hannah's side of the story. There's two sides to every story. Like I said, we don't actually know when they got back together, back together. There's no timeline on that. So things could be a little iffy, could be a little wishy-washy. I want you to keep your eye on SK and Raven because I think, hmm, I think that by New Year's Eve, here's the prediction, by New Year's Eve, they will post a New Year's Eve ball drop kiss of them together. And the caption will be something along the lines of, we made it through the trials of 2022. Can't wait to see what 2023 brings. That's the prediction. Today's sponsor is Factor Meals. Finally starting to get warmer. You want to spend your time outside and not in the kitchen. With Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Visit factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. You can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code poptalks50 at factormeals.com slash poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, now we're getting into the real juice. We knew that the Bachelor in Paradise finale was going to be wild and it did not disappoint you know her and love her from the Bachelor podcast on Betches. I was on their show not too long ago. Please help me welcome Kay Brown to Morgan's Pop Talks. Thank you for being here, Kay. 
so excited. I, you were on our podcast. So I was like, um, we obviously have to go on yours. I'm very excited. I know. And let me just tell you, am I the only one that is so excited that Bachelor in Paradise is it's over? We're done. Listen. We're done. <laughs> Not that I don't listen. I love watching the show, <laughs> whatever. Know, but man, we need like a break. Yes. A break to like, because you also cover so much. So having this one um, one less thing on yes. your shoulders is probably great. I only and, cover the bachelor. So, and I'm like, when the f- are we going to <laughs> like, um, take a break here? So I bet you are relieved. I definitely am relieved, but also I'm such a hypocrite. Cause in a week I'll be like, I'm bored, you know? <laughs> like, oh, same. I'm like, so what do I do on Monday nights now? Just like exist Monday no? and Tuesday nights. Um, right. We have a lot of drama. I think that's going to be playing out in the next couple of months to tide us over. And of course we'll get mm-hmm. into all of it, but I'm just going to be honest. I'm completely for this recap, ignoring Monday's episode. Cause I feel like at this point it's Doesn't irrelevant matter. now that we saw the reunion and we know where everybody is. Yeah, it truly does not matter. So I want to start with Kate and Logan because mm-hmm. it's really the first thing that we get on the reunion. And Logan is like tearing up, you know, saying, Kate, you look down on me this whole entire time. And then Kate, she's like, she makes an apology and I'm using air quotes because it, it wasn't actually an apology. She's like, I'm sorry you heard what I said. I'm sorry. Yeah, that I was talking behind your back and you heard it. That's the thing is that, I mean, Logan even made the point. He was like, we're, we're, we're mic'd up. We're on television. Like there's cameras literally everywhere. So, I mean, I understand where she's coming from. Like we talk to her with our girlfriends all the time. Like that's what we do. Mm-hmm. All of our girlfriends, you know, you've seen all the TikToks where it's like, we refer to them as, um, Cheeto guy or like this guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They all have random names. So it's not, I understand, but at the same time you have to, she also has to understand where she is coming from. She is on TV. She knows she's being recorded. Mm -hmm. She's literally has a mic on her at all times. So how Mm -hmm. do you not expect, especially something like this to be aired? And not only that, because you, you can say this, you know, on November 4th, whenever they film the reunion, but then to, to continue to do stuff to like, poke the bear on Instagram, like with the whole, a Costco card won't get you a trip to Cabo or whatever. So it's like, and then she gets on her Instagram this week and I saw she posted some statement. I honestly didn't even read it. I opened her Instagram story, saw that it was like the black screen with the white text. And it was like, I need to address Mm -hmm. something. I'm like, I'm not reading this because I know what it says. She's going to say, sorry, but all of her actions has like led to the fact that she's not actually Sorry about any of it. Well, the best part about that um, apology is that she's not addressing Logan. She's addressing us, uh, right. us as audience members and being like, I'm sorry for the classist comments that I made to us. And where I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I don't care. Like, yeah. I mean, like, this, is, <laughs> yeah. this, I mean, this isn't it wasn't directed at me. Right. Like, this is very much a you thing. You don't have to apologize to me. Right. Um, so it's kind of strange how she kind of avoids apologizing to Logan. Yeah. And it's like, for what reason? Like, yeah, I don't know. I I think, I think she's just standing by who she is and what she did and was like, is what it is. And like, get over it without really saying that. I think there's a way to say what she's saying without talking down to somebody. It's actually very easy to be like, we're in different places in life and that's okay. It's the same exact thing without saying you can't afford to fly me here or go to this gym or your car sucks. Like what? 
I I agree. I think I think there's a way better way she could have handled that. I mean, not jumping ahead, but going to like the Shanae and Joey situation. She could have said the same type of thing, but instead she got mad. Yeah, she was mad at him. And I'm like, yeah. why are we mad at Joey? <laughs> because he's living with his mom. Like, who cares? You knew yeah. that. Right. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, that is the one part of Monday's episode that I will address because you know what? We saw 30 seconds of Justin and Joey. And after seeing them in the car, I wish we would have saw more. I was like, I have been critical of Justin and Joey. And they're funny. They are funny and they're good TV. And I think we just needed, I think we were trying to make them to be more than they actually were. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone, us and Shanae and Flo, I think Flo did it, but like accepted it. They need, we need to accept it for what it is. They're 23 year old dudes who live at home. (laughs) Sure. They make TikToks, but like, we know that. So this, you know what you're getting, like it's all out there. So for Shanae to be upset and be like, you live at home with your mom, like you make TikToks and she's angry with him. And I'm like, why are we angry? And it's not There's, new information. <laughs> it's not new information. I think she was just trying to save herself and saying that he's not a man is so like emasculating to a point where like I even feel bad for men for yeah. like <laughs> half a second. A second. <laughs> I'm like, do I feel bad for them? Because I, just a little bit, I do. Yeah, let's get into the Eliza and Rodney situation because this was so, I mean, Eliza, I don't by any means think that Eliza is a villain. She is not cut out for Bachelor in Paradise. I think she gets confused very, very easily because, you know, she's still months later, very upset about the love triangle that she was in on the beach with Justin and Rodney. Now she goes to Justin in Baltimore and says, I made a mistake. He kind of turns her down. And now she goes back to Rodney and says, in Baltimore, I actually made a mistake by going back. So do you think that Eliza just said that because Justin turned her down? I mean, essentially, she's she said the same thing to both of them. What I think is that Eliza is doing whatever the people around her are telling her to do. Yes, that's the a good internet. point. The internet now. She, so she makes the mistake. So on the beach... She chooses Rodney, shouldn't have chosen Rodney, but she chose Rodney because everybody loved him and everybody was like convincing her to. Yeah. And then she goes to Justin. Justin rejects her. And so she comes back and sees, you know, rewatches the episode, sees the internet, like loving Rodney, pouring their hearts out to Rodney, being like, he's the best. So she's like, well, shit, I have to fix something now. So let me go back to Rodney. She's just doing whatever she's being like sort of peer pressured into yeah. to try to save herself, which I understand. I mean, if you're seeing, if you made that mistake or whatever, and the internet's freaking out about it, like obviously your initial reaction would be, let me try to make this better and go back to him. Maybe they'll like that. But instead I feel like it's too late. And Justin yeah. even said on his Twitter, yeah, he was like something about, um, yeah, I have I'm finding it. out that the mistake that she made was a whatever. Yeah, I have the tweet. He says, I was told a mistake was made in Baltimore just to hear that the same mistake wasn't a mistake at the reunion. This is why I was skeptical. Okay. At the end of the day, we also need to be honest. Justin was not there to get in a relationship. Justin no. was there for the rose for the airtime, which is fine. So like him rejecting Eliza or her showing up was like, no, no, no. I just wanted to be on the beach. I wasn't trying to actually make this a yeah, thing. Yeah, fall in love. And, but yeah. now he's able to actually 
get out of the situation unscathed because she made this second, I guess, third mistake. mistake. So he can be like, yep, that's why I did this. Not because uh, I wanted to stay on the beach. Right. Speaking of people who I think were there for probably the wrong reasons, let's talk about Aaron. Because next up to the hot seat was Aaron and Genevieve. And for how much they fought and how much drama they had for them to have such a civilized conversation at the reunion. I was like, are these the same people that we've been watching the whole entire time? I think they saw it. I think they saw what they looked like on TV and there's no way Aaron watched what he saw and was like, let me double down. This is good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no way he saw that. And was like, I'm going to lean into this more when I go to the reunion. He's, I want to know what he thinks about, honestly. I truly want to know what goes on in his brain when he sees that, what he thinks, because he's not going to let us know on the internet. He's still just like cool doing guy, whatever. But yeah. I want to know what he's thinking about these reactions. I mean, he is a textbook narcissist. Yeah. And honestly, like, I have my own opinion, but I, do you think that he even, he says, to Genevieve, you know, real love was involved. Do you think he loved, do you think he even liked her? Cause I don't, I don't think he liked her. I I think, I think he wanted to stay on the beach as long as he could to hang out with his friends, which is exactly why he gave her the rose the night before and broke up with her at the very last second. I mean, he didn't even feel anything. He wasn't even upset. He was just like, you know what? Uh, I don't think it's going to work out. Uh, but you look beautiful and I'm going to go. <laughs> and especially because we've seen him be so emotional about other stupid things. I mean, is an itch a low grade form of pain? he he literally almost blew a gasket over that argument. And then three days later, he's breaking up with someone he loves air quotes. And he's like, yeah, it just didn't work out like. I think the whole entire thing was phony. And I think Genevieve in that moment realized that too. And maybe that's why she didn't say anything. Have you been following along the story that Aaron had ladies back home? Okay. I saw Genevieve um, tweet about that, but I have not heard anything about that. But I'm curious. Tell me. Yeah. Well, I only know like the very basic, you know, details of it, but Genevieve did tweet to everyone wondering why I didn't bring up the two girls back home. I didn't know about it until after we taped the reunion. So I think it was last week or maybe even the week before, um, there was this other woman who posted, I think it was an Instagram story of like her kissing Aaron on the cheek. And I don't know if he like quickly reposted it or if it showed up somehow and like his tagged, but somehow this revelation came out that he could potentially be in a relationship right now with somebody else. And then there was this, and I don't know how this revelation came to be, but that they had actually been talking before paradise. And so they were, you know, kind of chatting before paradise and then he goes on the show and now they're, you know, full force back together, which I feel like, kind of makes all of his behavior check out. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense if they were together before paradise because nobody's posting a picture of them kissing a guy on their Instagram story, like on a first date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess you have to have tattoos in Rome, but like maybe not. (laughs) But who knows? Like, I feel like that, that is that having somebody before that makes it make sense. But I do I don't think that his reactions 
were based off of somebody at home. I think they were just him. He's just a dick. Yeah. Like everything he did was just baby toddler reactions. And (laughs) I know Genevieve was, everybody's like, oh my gosh, she's like crazy. And the way she's acting and packing up her bags. I think all of us would be Genevieve if we were dating Aaron. All of us would be acting just like that if we would bring up to him and be like, hey, I want to I wanna spend more time with you. I feel like we should spend more time together. And he's like, why are you getting mad at me? Yeah. If that was, we'd all be Genevieve. So yeah. I can't, at first I was like, why is she acting like this? Like, this is so dramatic. And then I was like, oh, of course she is. I mean, he's making her literally insane the way yeah. he's treating her. <laughs> and we've all been there, right? Where like oh, we yeah. dated the guy that makes us literally lose our mind. In high school, that's it. Reminds yes. me very much of high school, like the way he's acting and how, like, very much, um, uh, almost like guys are better than girls and whatever. It's it's so so childish. Aaron really, I, I don't. He should not be allowed on the beach ever again. Ever again. Look. Period. Period. We've seen him now on three different variations of the Bachelor franchise. Like, we're good. We're good. It's not for him. He's just we're there good. for his, like dudes, which. I mean, fine, but the way you act along the way is insane. Let's move on to another really confusing relationship, Um, Brittany and Tyler. I hate the fact that we had six additional episodes added to this season. We had four episodes of Ashley and Jared in the Boom Boom Room, and we spend in this reunion at most four minutes with every single relationship. And I will be complete. I have no idea what's going on with Brittany and Tyler. None whatsoever. No, I don't either. And and it was very like cryptic. And the way she came on was like, even while she was walking on the stage, she came in hot. Yes. I mean, like she like walked on the stage, literally sat down, was like, basically said like, okay, let's do let's this. Do it. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. And <laughs> It, at first, I was like, wow, she's coming off so cold mm. um, to a guy who we like already like love. We saw yeah. him get broken up with on national television. Like he was the like good guy. We really like him. So we see her act really cold to him. And I'm like, ew, like we don't have to do that. Yeah. And then uh, tell me if you pulled this from this conversation, because this is kind of what I saw after like kind of thinking about it. I think. He liked her way too much. Like there was way too many, like, yeah, he just pushed too hard and was just too overbearing. And then when they broke up, he didn't respect her boundaries. So she was pissed. And he's like, no, you want like an extra check up on them? No, no, don't check up on me. Yeah. Because especially when you're the person who was just dumped, if an ex checks up on you after you were dumped, that gives you hope. You think, oh, there could be something like you got to. I just feel like he wasn't respecting her boundaries and that, and she was pissed. And then he was able to, I think she still knew that no matter what she said, she would kind of, she was going to lose. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's hard for her to be in that situation too, because like you said, Tyler, he really wears his heart on his sleeve. Mm -hmm. He is a lovable guy. You can tell that he's there for the right reasons. So it's like, No matter what her reasoning is, I can see her being like, I'm not going to win this argument because people are obsessed with Tyler. But it's true when you're in that situation and this guy guy is like super into you and you're like, no, I need space. And then they come back harder. You're like, get 
off of me. You know, like this is exactly what I was telling you not to do. Yeah. And you're not making things better. Like there could have been a chance, but the fact that he was going twice as hard, like Snapchatting her right away, um, sending her like FaceTime, like that's you have to, I understand also being the person uh, like on his side, like being broken up with and being like, well, let me say my part. Or, like, let me get out what I wanted to say because of the, I mean, she wasn't, she wasn't Rome, like yeah. <laughs> doing her own. If my ex was breaking up with me while they were in Italy, I'd be like, fuck you. Okay. what?" And I'd be blowing up his shit too. But at the same time, it's like, we have to see it from both sides where we feel bad for him. He should have to, he should be able to say what he needs to say. But at the same time, like, at least give it the space at the beginning mm -hmm. before you like come in so hot, especially when that's probably what she was referring to. Yeah, definitely. They switch gears major. I feel like they wanted to go from like bad breakup to love story to bad breakup to love story. Yeah. And we really get in that here because Michael and Danielle come out next. And I mean, you know, I'm a stan. So, so cute. I'm biased, but they're, they are so to me, Michael and Danielle are like a breath of fresh air for the franchise. Mm -hmm. You don't see couples like them very often. Yeah, no, I totally I think Michael and Danielle are honestly like such a great fit. Um, I obviously think that because they have both been through some shit mm -hmm. um, can definitely use that to bond. But I really hope that they're able to. I mean, they clearly have, but add more stuff into their relationship um, to bond over other than right. um, uh, their loss. Yeah. Because I think their loss can hold them together, but you have to have other things too. Mm -hmm. But I think they're obviously, I mean, they're so cute. I'm really happy. Yeah. I really like that Danielle is moving to Akron, but she's not moving in with him. I think that yeah, because she can establish some independence here too, where it's like, they're not, just in this fairy tale la la land like they understand that it's real life and and mm -hmm. there are maybe circumstances where things could go wrong and and she's like I don't want to be stuck here like in yeah, your house what? with your son you know that would be very very bad mm -hmm. um I just love I love them and I hope to no, god I they think, don't break up because we would be very upset <laughs> I think I think they're great and it was really cute that we saw the you know, I love you on screen. At first in my head, I'm like, man, that's a long time to... I thought so too. What? Like five months. I was like, you haven't said I love you yet? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to move. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that's what I thought too. But, but on the other hand, I'm like, okay, well, maybe you could look at it as a good thing too, where it's like he really is taking his time and making yes. sure mm -hmm. that this is real and what he wants to do moving forward. Yeah, it makes sense because I think if he would have said it earlier we would have been skeptical because yeah. he's been very closed off. Like that's his whole thing is like, I'm nervous. I'm closed off. I have my walls up. Yeah. And if, I think if he would have jumped in too hard, it would have been like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to talk about the mess that is Victoria, Greg and Johnny, but obviously everybody is. So oh, we, we have to, I want to say though, and I, I talked about this a little bit on my page that there were a lot of red flags between Johnny and Victoria, yes. right? Throughout the whole entire season, you know, it's like Johnny didn't want to really get engaged. Victoria really did want to get engaged or having all these conversations. But I think the biggest red flag and something that a lot of people just kind of looked over was on Monday night's episode, Johnny says to Victoria that 
He always feels unworthy, that he mm-hmm. hates what he sees when he looks in the mirror. And when I hear those kinds of things, like I'm genuinely concerned for yeah. his mental health at that point. It's like, those are things, you know, that, I mean, in the past I've talked through with my therapist and it's like, what yeah. she's like, do you love yourself? And if I say no, she's like, okay, that's not a good, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, it's just yeah. not a great place to be mentally. And if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. And it also makes me nervous. Like if you are saying that you hate what you see in the mirror, reality TV is the last place, last place you that you need to be. Oh my God. Like it's the worst. This The internet is like the black hole of yeah. everything. And especially and so, the bachelor oh. nation. Like, yeah, intense. The only, the only, I feel like the only um, fandom that kind of stands side by side with Bachelor Nation and in intensity is like Big Brother. Big Brother <laughs> fans are diehard. It's been on for like 20 something years. Yeah. They're like crazy. They do the same stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, so many red flags. You're right with um, Victoria and uh, Johnny. I mean, she said to him, uh, when Alex was still there, she basically said, Johnny, like, if you don't want to get engaged, then I'm going with Alex. Yeah. And that to me is like, wait, so you just want to ring. Yeah. I don't think you really care yeah. who it is. And then I think once they got out, they kind of, I mean, Johnny said to Neil Lane, he was like, well, I guess I, I made it this far. I guess I should do it. Yeah. Like, well, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like that is when you're picking out a ring, you shouldn't be thinking, well, I'm here. Not I guess uh, this <laughs> yeah, is my It was choice. so awkward. That scene was so bad. It was so awkward. And it, it. I think she just gave him this ultimatum. And I think he felt trapped. And then when they get back to the real world, she's realizing that, oh, shit, like maybe this isn't it because mm. he is not giving me these things. Once you're out of the bubble, it happens with everything. I mean, when you meet people on... um vacation or if you're like studying abroad and you meet that person and you're in this like bubble and all these things are amazing and then you get back home and you're like well, I'm not traveling to Australia yeah you know what I like uh, yeah I'm, I'm not doing this so uh, it's hard to it's hard to um say what re- I mean they there's so much alluding to yeah. what actually happened again mm-hmm. it's, it was just like um what was it Rachel and Tino, Tino, yeah. You don't want me to say this, or you don't want me to. The public doesn't know, and I'm like, well, just tell us. We're here. Yeah, like, this can't get any worse. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like we really got the like skimmed down version of what happened between the two of them, and I feel like, I mean, I talked about it with Tyler and Brittany too. It makes it really hard as a viewer to formulate an opinion because you feel like you're missing 90% of the information that is necessary to this story. And I mean, thank God that we already have some podcast (laughs) clips coming out because the big point of contention is the timeline, right? It's like, that's what they were referring to when this thing with Greg went down. So I looked some things up because they started filming June 7th and ended June 28th. Right. And then Johnny Mm -hmm. gets on Ashley and Jared's podcast and says, um, it was at, uh, Natalie joy's birthday party, which is Nick Vile's girlfriend, which was on August 30th. It was like, everything changed after that, um, birthday. She became very cold and Greg was at that party. So he's alluding to the fact that Victoria and Johnny or Victoria and Greg, 
were speaking at this party. And then, you know, when Tyler interjects, that was also completely cut out. Um, Reality Steve said that actually when Tyler interjects, he talks about this birthday party and says, Victoria, you were running around this birthday party telling everybody that you were single when you weren't. And that's kind of where everything starts to crumble. And then obviously that was August 30th, October 25th and 26th is when Victoria was seen in Rome with Greg. So, I mean, what, what do you make of it? What are your thoughts? I think, I think no matter what, um, Greg is the guy that she told him not to worry about, regardless of whether she cheated on him. I believe that she did not cheat on him. I, I mean, at this point, how, with how, um, open she was with a lot of the information once Greg was on stage, like, look, we got tattoos. We did this. We did that. I think she would have just been like, yeah, fuck it. I, I cheated on him. Like now what? Like, what do you want me yeah. to do about it? But I do think regardless, it was shitty because with how quick that had the, how quick the turnaround was. The foundation of that, of her being like, he's just a friend. He's just a friend when she's engaged. That yeah. foundation was built when her and Johnny were together. Yeah. No matter, no matter what the, what level it was, but they were friends. He's just a friend that was built when they were together. And I don't know if you want to call that emotional cheating, but it was like that something was being built regardless. So the foundation yeah. of that relationship happened when she was with Johnny, which really sucks. Yeah. And I also think it was interesting that Greg chose to use the word rekindle. Do you remember what he says? Um, yes. We were friends before, you know, Bachelor in Paradise. I had my girlfriend in Paris. She went on Bachelor in Paradise and then got engaged. But a couple of weeks later, we rekindled. I mean, I'm not going to be the grammar police, but I've never used the word rekindle about a friendship. I've yeah. I mean, it about a relationship. I do remember being at um, Governor's Ball uh, Music Festival in um, 2021 mm -hmm. with, uh, I was there and I, I was with um, Natasha and Victoria F was there and Abigail and Chelsea Vaughn, like all like those girls were all there, but so was Greg R Grippo and Noah. But we were also we were all kind of like in the same group. So we mm -hmm. were there at the same time. So they knew each other. But mm -hmm. I don't know the extent of I mean, I don't even remember seeing them like talking or anything. But yeah, we but were they all definitely the same. knew each other. They definitely knew each other. And they had hung out at least at that point. That was in um, uh, September or October um, 2021. So there is mm -hmm. definitely a past there, whether it's romantic or just friendship. What do you think of the child tattoo? What do you think of the trip to Rome? First of all, the fact that Greg Grippo was like, we we flew to Rome on our first date. No, you did not. Do you think do you think we're stupid, sir? Like your first date, you're gonna fly to Rome because you can't be seen in public. Like you can go to an apartment. You can do so much. The fact that the fact that they couldn't pick like a random city or like some, you know, uh, very like dive bar mm -hmm. um to not be seen like you can find places that yeah. people aren't gonna know you aren't like leonardo dicaprio <laughs> like get out of here that was crazy to me and then also um it's like i don't know the drama of all that and it just makes it seem even worse because it is really romantic mm -hmm. and um i don't know it was so good the tattoo um, the fact that she brought that up and he was like, 
All right, whatever. Yeah, let's just show them. Who cares? Yeah. You know what I thought was also interesting? Um, the fact that Jesse made it a point to say, after Greg came out, Jesse made it a point to say, Johnny is outside. I think they did that because of the Avon situation. Like, remember oh, how yeah. so pissed everybody was when they were like, wow, really? Like, yeah, Tino sucks because he cheated. That's wrong of him to do. But like to have Avon come out while he's still sitting on the on couch. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so Jesse's like, Johnny is not here. Greg, come out. So he's like, okay, fine. Like I won't learning. be ambushed. Yeah, they're learning from their mistakes. Um, I mean, I don't oh, wait. know. One more thing. And to go back about the whole like being seen or whatever, like you can't go out. The gag is, is that they were seen. Yes. In Rome. <laughs> yes. Photos. Like Multiple that's how times. we all found out. Multiple, Multiple times. times. They're like, well, we can't go to anywhere in the United States. Let's go to Europe. They won't see us there. Huh? Yep. Sure did. <laughs> and then funny about what you're talking about, Avon, is that I saw him tweet. Uh, he was like, oh, weird that they invited me. I was invited to the after the final rose, but then they disinvited me. I wonder why. And I replied back to it. I go, maybe because you showed up uninvited to the last one. Oh, like, I don't, what do you mean? <laughs> like you just ambushed the last one. They probably are like, this guy's a wild card. We can't have him back. Oh my gosh. Any final thoughts on Greg, Victoria and Johnny? Um, I mean, I think it's definitely a relationship we're going to watch now. It's yeah. going to be, and it's going to be under a microscope. And I know she says, they uh they don't care and i honestly i genuinely think she doesn't care mm -hmm. but good luck to them like hopefully this lasts because they went out um they did a lot of damage to make this happen so yeah and i mean luck. for somebody who you know claimed to really not like drama when he was on katie's season like greg you are in the thick of some I drama mean, get right out of now. It. and then and victoria makes like the ultimate she goes from being the villain on pilot Pete season or like not be not necessarily villain, but like very unliked yeah. mm -hmm. and then makes a full 180 and it's yeah, like come back. the hype girl of paradise. We're like, yes, we love her. Like <laughs> she is our it girl. And then all of a sudden we're like, this like, <laughs> we're like, Oh, wait a minute. And so Jared, it was really funny. Him and I were talking on our podcast, um, the bachelor this morning. And Jared was like, she gave us a real like Scooby-Doo moment. Like we were trying to figure out who the villain was and she takes off her mask oh. and it was Victoria the whole time. <laughs> and, I, and, the, and I'm like, it really felt like that. Like yeah. she's never changed. She's never, we just saw a different side of her, but she was always going to be who she is. And yeah. that's hot yeah. <laughs> and, and ready to break your heart at any time. I mean, she's, she's unbelievably hot. She is. I mean, like, unbelievably <laughs> attractive I, I feel i would let her ruin my life I think. <laughs> well let's end on a positive i feel like yeah. brandon and serene have been <laughs> the light of the beach literally since day one of course they said yesterday an engagement nobody nobody thought otherwise nobody went into last night's episode being like brandon and serene they didn't make it <laughs> you know like, i know i hate the the marriage twist i hated it that was so corny so tacky you we all knew they were gonna say no like what right. is the point like let them have like let them have that moment yeah like the fact that they're like let them have that win 
They yeah. won. They got engaged. They were the last couple standing on the beach. We know they're going to make it like let them have that moment. And now it's like the first thing that they had to say when they came on stage wa- was, well, we're not married. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that, which is we wouldn't have had to do that if yeah. we were just like not been like, well, do you want to get married now? Also, how awkward would that be? It'd be like, so do you want it? Right, like, right. How awkward of a position to put them in. But I think I think they are. I mean, Brandon was calculated and designed by like a woman God of some sort. I mean, there's he's written like a um, what do you call it? Like in a romance novel. Oh, yeah. He doesn't really <laughs> exist. There's no I think Brandon is a like A.I. Yeah. That we, <laughs> Where do we get that? Of course, Serene's going to fall in love with him. And she's also like gorgeous. Perfect. I mean, stunning (laughs) baby angels. They're both just like angels to ever walk the earth. I will tell you, I had like this one moment. It didn't last very long, but I'm just going to be honest and say that I had a moment where I was worried not about the two of them because they're always strong, but just about Brandon in general, because I feel like we went down this road with him and Michelle We've done it where he's yeah. head over heels. This is my wife. This is my, the mother of my future children. And I'm like, are we reliving that moment? But I also mm-hmm. feel like he's, he's so sincere. So how, why do I question it? You know, because it's not something that we're used to seeing yeah. and we're always seeing it with him. And so it's, so real to the point where it doesn't feel like it feels fake. Like if there were certain points where I'm like, okay, yeah, like you're doing this for the camera. Like it felt really contrived, but I don't at the same time, maybe it's not like, yeah. maybe it is really how he feels. And that's, and that's, this is just who he is as a person. Yeah. Um, But I agree with you. I thought there was one point I'm like, something is like off. Something's way off. He's going to like snap back into reality. And it's, going to be different. He's going to feel a different way or he's going to get his heart broken somehow just because maybe she's not ready to get engaged, but she wants to be with him still. Mm-hmm. It felt it felt there were points where it felt weird. I agree with you. And we're just hoping because if they break up, done. there's no we're hope done. for anyone. We're done. We're done. I feel like they probably have the most pressure on them out of any Bachelor Nation couple in a long time because yeah. they were so strong since day one. Which, like, is that the place that you want to be as a couple coming off of paradise? No, because I think the pressure of that makes it It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. They're going to have to join their Instagram accounts just like every (laughs) other couple when you get off of when you get off the show. It's like people are only following you because of your significant other and vice versa. So when they break up, it's like, then what? Because now their personalities are together and they don't have individuals anymore, which is kind of scary. And that's like my my biggest fear. If I were to go on a reality show is losing my individuality. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed that they don't break up and we just won't even have to worry about that. And that wedding better be televised. Yes. Yes, Better be televised. That's exactly what I was going to say. Well, Kate, thank you for joining us on Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Thanksgiving weekend and um, tell everyone where they can find you and listen to your podcast. 
Yes, you can listen to my podcast with Jared Freed. It's called The Bachelor. It's a Betches podcast. And that comes out every Tuesday. Um, and then you can also follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor. It's an all Bachelor Instagram account. And then you can follow me at K York City. Thanks, Kay. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Have a great Thanksgiving. You too. All right, everybody. Thank you again for hanging out on this Thanksgiving episode of Morgan's Pop Talks. Don't forget to leave a review. We're getting closer to the 500 goal by the end of the year on Apple Podcasts. I think we're at like 488. So just if you haven't given us a five-star rating yet, please do so. Don't forget the Patreon. More episodes coming out on Friday. Kay is actually going to join me for our Bachelor Brain Dump. We're going to talk more about uh, Gabby's breakup with Eric. Uh, how the Dancing with the Stars tour may have influenced that decision. Also, the drama going on right now between Caitlin Bristow, Danielle, and Sierra. We're going to dive more into that. Uh, my Patreon is patreon.com slash Morgan's Pop Talks. It's also in the show notes. Happy Thanksgiving. See you back next week. A Media Production.